0: And now, your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala.
1: And I just got the word from Matthew Sambolino, and here are those magic words: mics on. It's just like we're mics on. That means Sambalino says, Go, Idala, go. Monday night, 6:05, New York City, February 13th. Listen, a lot of my friends listen to this show, husbands. Go get something for your uh, your special woman. Make sure there's at least a card working around. I don't care how long you've been married, how long you've been dating, whatever. Um, uh, you know, it's just don't screw that part up. Uh, it's a, it's an easy day to remember, okay? San Valentino's Day. It is a glorious night here at the Law Offices ABK. Busy, busy, busy. We have an in-studio guest and you know, I don't mind having in-studio guests. Actually, I love it. Uh, Gary Williams is here. He's an author. He's going to talk about um, a trilogy of books on history that he, he's writing. But I, I do mind when they come in here and they're much better dressed than I am. Because, you know, I was that kid when I was in school. They used to make fun of me that I wanted to win the award at senior year to be the best-dressed kid in the class. They actually eliminated those awards because someone got their feelings hurt, I think, the year before I graduated. Um, but I do have, thank God... Right before the show comes on, I had to ask a very simple question of Alex. Jones yes. here screaming. Alex is again to the headphones. Thank God for Matt Sambolin, otherwise known as Sambolino. Sam welcome to the show. Thank
2: you. You know, as usual, keeping it all together
1: here. Literally. Yeah. Very, very simple question for for Alex, which uh you know what, Alex? Unlike the field goal, okay, you missed the question and the answer. But we'll get to that. Momentarily, Alex, we're not going to go there too fast and then and then there's the wonderful, exquisitely spectacular Joni Pelzer. Who hasn't grasped the concept that when I have the ear, po- that I have these big heavy earphone things on, and Sam Bolin's talking to me, and there's music playing, and she's talking to me that I can't hear her? Now maybe I should go. If this this radio show thing is going to go on for a while, maybe I'm thinking lip reading school for me. So when I'm out there, and I hear it's like all it sounds like is the teacher from uh, Charlie Brown. Yep. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I'm like. Okay, Joan, okay. She's like, don't talk about the Super Bowl until the live segment because I thought Alex is going to. Okay, Joan, okay, we're going to get there. Hi, Joan, how I'm are so you? I'm glad you're making me laugh. Today. Is everything good? Everything is wonderful. Okay. Is Did you have a great weekend? Did you have a wonderful weekend? I
3: had a wonderful, relaxing weekend. Isn't this weather relaxing?
1: Unreal? You had a relaxing weekend. I well, that's not. You know, that's not what you. I want to hear. Okay, I want to hear you were working the phones, lining up guests, was, thinking of topics, getting us on the search engine optimization, getting us up on the things. Oh my! God. Nobody works anymore, man. No one oh works.
3: God, I took a two-hour walk in Central Park. It was phenomenal.
1: That's it. That's, That's the it. big report. A two hour walk from Central Park. Okay. So um
3: don't talk about the Super Bowl till the end.
1: I I got it. I got it. Um so you know what I did? I went online. Ready for this, Sambalino. Tell me. I went online the other day. So when I was I was at my house on Long Island a couple of weeks ago and I found this treasure trove of uh cassette tapes. Ooh. And now I do have like an old school um like like stereo setup with a cassette player in it. But that means I'm locked in that room. So I went online and believe it or not, you could still buy like a little Walkman thing. Um, and I got one and it's, but it's a Walkman thing with a little, it has the earbuds, but it also has a little speaker on it. And for the last, for yesterday and this morning, I found we ended the show on Friday playing radio man from rapid pulse from 2022 well, I found tapes from 1986, 1987,
2: 1988. Wow, cassette tapes,
1: cassette tapes. The and anthology. And I've been listening, and I listened to Radio Man this morning when we sang it. And I, said, I think it's a 1987 tape. I'm like, we just wrote this song like three months ago. It's called Radio Man, and I, it's, it's just hilarious. And See, that's it's so funny. the version
2: we have to play soon.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know how great the quality is, but we'll figure it out. We, I mean, you—you you, between you and Andy Gladding, you always make it happen. But it's amazing how—I um, you know, had a very busy weekend. like, Joni, there was not a lot of I relaxing. Didn't
3: say I wasn't busy.
1: No, you said you were relaxing. I was relaxing. Well, relaxing a little, and which busy. I never does, do. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll give you that. But um, yeah, I was pretty much hustling. Um, we got a, a new listener to the Power Hour that I'm very very happy about. Her name is Connie Glynn um she's like my second mom the bassist in my band is is christopher glenn he and i know each other since we're four years old uh he's still one of my closest and dearest friends um but his mom god bless her because she's an octogenarian that's not a curse word for those of you who don't know what that means but she's got she's pretty hip with the technology so she's got the ipad going she got the iphone going she's got a laptop going and I saw her last weekend and I taught her how to go and find the podcast on Apple podcast. And so she'd been listening to like a bunch of the shows going backwards. And she now she's texting me about all our different guests. And it's really. Uh, it's such a thrill to have her listening in and giving like little critiques here and there.
3: She should talk to my father. <laughs> she,
1: oh, yeah, well, yes, your dad who sends me an email basically every night <laughs> thanking me. Um, last but not least, I do want to talk before we talk about the craziness San Belito that happened in Bay Ridge today. Keeping it positive um, Friday night after I left the show. I unbelievably so did not hit any traffic going from Midtown Manhattan to Red Bank, New Jersey, oh, to the famous yeah. Count Basie Theater. And um, there Luca and I was. And now, here's, keep this in mind, Sam Bellino, When I know you have a daughter, but even your daughter. One thing I spaced with Luca, like just I was so worried about the traffic. I never got the kid dinner. Oh, and a 16 year old can eat like the leg of a chair. Like he's, you know, he's he's a hungry kid. So we're in the car halfway there. I'm like, oh god, Luca. I go, I didn't feed you. He's like, yeah, I know. I was like, and you didn't even eat a snack in the office. He's like, yeah, I know. I'm like, well, Luca, I really hope they have some food in the theater. Uh, so we get to Red Bank. We were lucky. We got a, We got there in no time. We got a spot. We were there like 15 minutes early. It started at 7:30. Um, and so Luca and I for dinner. Let's see. Uh, the appetizer was a bag of Doritos. Uh, the uh, entree was two two little those buckets of popcorn. They were small buckets of popcorn. Um, the uh, the I guess the intermezzo or whatever was a bag of Lay's potato chip. And, and to be very healthy, I got a bag of peanuts. And then Luca had never had goobers before, so the dessert we spl- whacked up a uh, a box of goobers. never had goobers? No, no, the goobers aren't that possible. So it sounds like you went to
2: Café La Vending Machine?
1: Yeah, no, no, it was a regular movie theater, so they had all that, you know, they had the stuff there. Um, And we watched The Wrath of Khan, and then uh, our friend Frank Murano came out with um, William Shatner, who, for a guy who's going to be 92 next month, had more energy and more vigor. I mean, it was amazing, and... Uh, I mean, I'm not going to say I, w- I was disappointed, but he really stole the show. I mean, Murano basically just had to kind of adjust to Shatner's stories, his comedic answers. I mean, and Frank is a brilliant guy. He made sure that he dropped Piscopo's name when he did a QA. and a He dropped my name in front of all these people in the Q&A. He asked him, he goes, Arthur Idala, the famed criminal defense attorney, writes, Mr. Shatner, do you go with boxers, boxers or briefs? And you know what he said? To And he cracked the crowd up. Depends. <laughs> nice. And he's like, I'm 92 years old. And da, 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 da. And then he went off on this whole thing about that astronaut woman who drove to go see her boyfriend wearing Depends. He brought the house down. And then as I'm leaving and the movie's over, the Q&A is over. It was great. It was He was very, very entertaining. And Frank really had a... Be very nimble uh, on his feet and handling, the, you know, this superstar with a, with an audience in front of him, where William Shatner could do no wrong. Hey, um, so I'm leaving. I'm going to go home. It's late. It's 10:30. Literally, San Bolino, you know, As Luca and I are walking out of the theater, I physically bump into someone. Like, you know, we're all getting out, and I'm like, "Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry." It's Piscopo. Uh, <laughs> so I'm like, "Joe." He's like, "All right, there. How are you?" Bah, 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 bah. and um, I didn't get a And then Pisco that. Piscopo says, um. Come with me. We're gonna go in the back and see Shatner. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. Come on. So we go in the back, and Morano's there. And you know he does that. Morano does that that hair twisting thing yes, with his finger when he's nervous. Much. Yeah. Well, he was had all ten fingers <laughs> curling all his hair. He's trying to get his wife back there, his brother. There was people who were late. It was like he was. It felt bad for him. He was like stressing, trying to do the right thing by his family while trying to do the right thing by Shatner. But at one point, it's me, Luca, uh, Piscopo. Uh, Murano and Shatner in Shatner's little dressing room and we're chit-chatting. And my question to Shatner was, I said, look, I have a one-year-old daughter. I was like, I need to be in your shape when I'm 92, I go, you know, what secrets do you have? And he points to Piscopo, he goes, go to his trainer, not mine, because Mr. Shatner's maybe a little portly, and Piscopo's in great shape. So it was a wonderful, wonderful Friday night. Um, we're going to come back. We're going to talk to Arthur Gary Williams. Then we're going to talk to Lauren Fix. We got Alex Garrett floating around. We got Joni floating around. Sam Bellino's here. It's going to be a great Monday night. Don't go anywhere.
4: Hi, Kevin McCullough. Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate, if only there was a way to learn from the best. Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10, our very own Dottie Herman, vice chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet, you need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there is no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. Why? Because she is the best, period. (laughs) So tune in, I on Real Estate, Saturdays at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. That's I on Real Estate, Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock, On AM 970, The Answer.
1: Speaking of the best, as Kevin McCullough just did about Dottie Herman, um, let's talk about the best people to help you protect your estate. And those are the lawyers at Connors & Sullivan. They will make sure that you and your family are protected. If you're not around to make decisions, who will? Connors & Sullivan will make sure you choose who makes those decisions for you and keep you out of probate, meaning out of the courts to shield your family from nursing home costs, etc, etc, etc. The time to plan is now. Wills, trusts, power of attorneys, health care proxies, living wills, estate plans. The goal of Connors & Sullivan Attorneys is always the protection of your rights and interests. They've been helping people like you plan their estates and protect their families for over 40 years. And you can visit them for a no-obligation free consultation. All you have to do is call Connors & Sullivan today to schedule a free in-person initial consultation with an attorney at any of their convenient locations in Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, and Staten Island. All you got to do is pick up the phone and call 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. Or visit their website at connorsandsullivan.com.
0: Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com.
1: Nice, what a song. Wow. Wow. So SO name of this album. Everybody knows the song "Sledgehammer," from this album, but unbelievable. unbelievable. Seeing Peter Gabriel play this live. Spectacular. Gabriel originally for the band Genesis with Phil Collins. Peter Gabriel left and went out on his own. And Phil Collins came out behind the drums and became the lead singer. They were successful with both iterations of Genesis. Love this And happy well, 73rd birthday. Ah, thank you, Sambellino, for chiming in. I believe he's touring again now. Since I'm always honest with the audience, I took my wife, Marianne, uh, to see three bands when we first started courting. And this is not exactly her genre of music, okay? She's like, her be-all, end-all is Beyonce, and like, you know, she's a decade younger than I am. So we're, we come from different generations. So I took her to see three groups. Number one was Petey Gabriel at Jones Beach. Now, I've seen Petey Gabriel at least two or three times before that His shows were always fantastic, fantastic. This was not fantastic. He was older, he was overweight, he didn't have the energy, he didn't have the power, the pizzazz. It was very disappointing. Then, ready for this, Sam Then I take it to see Bob Dylan. Wow. He had a bad night. I mean, I couldn't even, I said, well, you're going to know some of the songs. You couldn't even understand Rolling Stone that he's singing. How's it feel? Yeah, Be on your own reaching home, please don't own Rolling Stone. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. And then the third one, which obviously you're going to know where I'm going with this. December of 2010. I believe it was December the 8th, right after my birthday. The Rolling Stones at the Barclays Center.
2: And they can't ever disappoint.
1: They... As I'm dancing, losing my mind, because, you know, I'm used to seeing them in these huge arenas. This is the Barclays. I mean So I'm used to seeing the giant stadium that holds 80,000 people when they have a concert. This is 17,000 inside. And I remember looking at Marianne. I'm bouncing off the wall. She's never seen me fired up like that. And I said, they're blowing the roof off this place. They're blowing the roof off this place. The top third headline of the Daily News the next day, Stones Blow Roof Off of Brooklyn. It was amazing. <laughs> so... Peter Gabriel let us down. Dylan definitely let us down. But the Stones delivered. And if you look at today's New York Times, and I know I'm not allowed to talk about this till later, according to Joan, but about the halftime show with Rihanna, um, they listed it as the, the Times listed it as the third best ever. Um, what? I think Yes. Michael Jackson was number two, and I forget who's number one. Joan, I'm sure, will go on the New York Times website and look it up for us. But I know number 13 and 12. 13 was the Stones halftime show, 12 was Springsteen's halftime show. Um, I was there for Springsteen's halftime show, it was when the Giants won in Arizona. Uh, I was also, oh, and number six, I believe, was U2. In January of 20, 2002, right after 9-11, I was there in New Orleans with Billy Santo, and they did an unbelievable 9-11 tribute uh, at the halftime show when that was the only time I was rooting for the Patriots to win because they're the red, white, and blue team, and it was right after 9-11. They had never won before. They were beating – they were playing against the Rams, who had just won, I believe, the year before. Uh, so these are my little memorable Super Bowl moments that I'm not supposed to talk about because Joan told me not to, but you started off with Red Rain for Peter Gabriel. So I'm telling you right now, Sam Molino, I'm going to need a little more time from Gary Williams. Absolutely. The author who's a very, very good looking. Oh, Prince was number one. Thank you. Prince's halftime show, they said, was number one. Okay. Um, Joni, at the end, we, you told me we can't talk about the Super Bowl till the segment four. Okay, all right. Jerry Foley doesn't like you talking off microphone, so please get it together. Um, It is a Monday, and it seems more like a Friday because we we worked like a whirlwind today. It was great. I have no complaints. There's some great legal stuff going on here at the law offices. And someone from my neighborhood, Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, which is all over the news today for all the wrong reasons, but luckily this maniac who drove this U-Haul on 75th and 3rd Right, which is one of the biggest intersections in Bay Ridge, probably the second. I think it was Seventy Fifth and Fifth, uh, right after Eighty um, Sixth Street in in Bay Ridge. And luckily, no one was killed, but people were hurt, and it's. We'll talk about that also towards the end of the show. But um, let me, without further ado, introduce a very well dressed man here, a man who has educated the the students of the city of New York. They pulled him out of retirement to uh, educate the uh, the children at the Bay Ridge Catholic Academy, which is located right up the block from me and housed in my parish, St. Anselm's. And he has written a trilogy of books, two of which are before me. One, the first one is called Gone But Not Forgotten, and the other one is Gone But Not Forsaken. Please welcome to the Idolla Power Hour author, Gary Williams. Hello, Mr. Williams. Good I'm just going to ask you to get a little closer to that microphone so that the whole world could hear you. Pretend you're, like, yelling at the students. And, no, Joe, come over here and push the microphone closer. Thank you. Um, I just want to – I mean, these are some heavy books here. Like, the first one is 300 pages. The second one is 450 pages. So is this what you did in your little retirement project?
5: No, I actually wrote this book over 20 years ago. It was written as one novel on – And it just was not selling because it was just too long. Spanning 1914 to 2000. And I did have an agent trying to sell it, but it just was not selling. So years later, I wrote, I transformed it into a trilogy.
1: Okay, so okay. two of them are before me and one is in production, is that? Yes, that is right. Okay, so give us, just, you know, pretend we're uh, mm-hmm. doing books on tape here and we got five minutes to talk about the trilogy of these books. Okay,
5: well, it I was inspired to write when I was a young, well, I was still a teenager, I went to see Gone with the Wind with my wife and I told her I wanted to... Hold on, uh, you, you I, were married as a teenager? I was, uh, we were dating Okay, at the time. I'm just making sure. And uh, I said to her, uh, I want to write a book just like this one day. And I did. So it took – I was inspired on a trip to Newport, Rhode Island on our our 10th wedding anniversary. And it took two years to research and eight years to write and 18 years to sell because I did not want to go the self-publishing route. And it it is the only novel of its kind. It spans the whole 20th century from 1914 to 2000.
1: And give us the you know give us the pre- the premise. The premise is the whole
5: story of, of the history of America during that time. The most uh, the most uh, prevalent events that occurred uh, in America. It spans. Uh, it starts at the tail of the Gilded Age. It spans all through World War I, uh, the aftermath of World War I, the Roaring Twenties, the Great Depression, um, and then uh, the bombing of Pearl Harbor, the birth of Hollywood, and World War II. And in Europe, it spans the whole um, World War I, the devastation of Germany after the war, uh, the rise of Nazism, uh, the whole Holocaust and it, it ends at that point.
1: Is it a uh, is it taken from a certain perspective? I mean, I know you're currently teaching. You're the principal of a Catholic academy. Is Catholicism interwoven in here? Yes. Is it-
5: Catholicism is very strong in the book because the, the story is of two twin sisters, one of whom becomes a nun. And uh, it spans from 1914 when she enters the convent and it ca- she winds up in europe which is historically true that after world war 1 there was a shortage of french speaking nuns in france because so many children were orphaned historically correct and so that she was uh sent to europe she was sent to France which set the stage for the whole holocaust she suffered uh, as as a as a clergy uh, woman a woman of the clergy through the whole holocaust and it carry it chronicles the whole catholic church also so during that's, the that's the sister the holocaust. who's the, that's
1: the sister who's a nun
5: the sister who is a nun and yes and what about the other sister the other sister is don't give away uh, the uh, ending <laughs> The other sister is, uh, the American beauty, the American icon, and, uh, uh, born, uh, almost like a Scarlett O'Hara, but, uh, more of a heart. And, uh, she is, uh, she lives, it starts, uh, at the tail of the Gilded Age, um, she is every man's dream. She is the. Uh, she has caught the eyes of all the bachelors, all the eligible bachelors throughout she's, the country. She's living in country. New York. She lives in. Uh, she lives her. Both of them. Their childhood. Their city home is in New York City, and their summer home is in Newport, Rhode Island.
1: Hey, well, so that's what was my next question. Mm-hmm. You said you were um, motivated and inspired when you went to Newport, Rhode Island. What was it about that trip that inspired you to write this? Math uh, trilogy
5: was intrigued by the mansions and I learned that uh, most of New York society uh, spent summered in Newport Rhode Island and their uh, winter homes were here in New York City and that kind of gave me a picture of this character this family it is the champion family and uh, it, 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 it it the story just circulated in my mind after that. And hence it occurred and the research and the writing.
1: So this is clearly a labor of love, folks. I mean, because I'm, I'm, you know, browsing through it here and you can tell it's well-researched and well-written. And what I'd like to know is this your secret to finding the time to do this, because according to sources, which shall be named... One, Dominic M. Reckier, Jr., uh, he has said that you are an outstanding principal who really dedicated yourself to the children. So how do you... And Dominic is all about the children... So how did you balance, you know, being this principal in, in an outstanding school in Brooklyn, New York, and writing these books?
5: Well, first of all, I did not know you were a friend of Dominic M. Reckie, a well, genius. He's like, he's like and, my
1: brother from another mother, yes. DMR.
5: Well, uh, I always admired and respected him. And well, he's was, still alive. You don't yeah, have to, You can course, continue absolutely. to admire and respect him, as we all do. <laughs> uh, but, uh, no, this book, as I mentioned, was written uh, 20 years ago. But it took you eight it, years to do it. it took eight years to write. I was still a teacher at the time uh. so I had summers off and I in those days there was no internet so I used to spend summer days at the New York at the 47th Street be- library remember the
1: beautiful days with no internet
5: researching yes So,
1: right here, when you say that we mean the library
5: the library yeah. yes and then it took uh, eight years to write but it was always an enjoyment
1: and uh, well I mean I listen if you, if you don't enjoy writing a, a all all three books together are what just short of a thousand pages
5: yes uh, uh yes uh typed it was they were about 2000 but once published less and the third novel which is in production as i mentioned spans 1945 to 2000 and it brings us to the present uh and that i'm assuming chronicles...
1: our, our nun has passed on the one who no, started 1914 oh Both she's still sisters with this
5: live until 105
1: really yes oh very nice well it's my uh, my my mom my wife's Grandmother made it to uh, 105 and she was oh, still in, in good shape. And I have a, if I could make it to 105, I could be at my daughter's 50th birthday. So mm-hmm. as long as I have my mental faculties, boy, would I love to do that. Gary M. Williams, the author, the principal of the Catholic Academy. Thank you, by the way, for what you do uh, in our neighborhood because, you know, Thank I was you. in St. Patrick, uh, you know, receiving the host. I, mm-hmm. Did my uh, my Wednesday afternoons there with Sister Beatrice yelling at me to get my shoes shine back in 1970 whatever, but uh, you know it's an important role you play in our neighborhood and I I really appreciate that.
5: Thank you, Arthur. Gary, before that.
1: we let you go, gone but not forgotten, gone but not forsaken. Where do you want people to buy your book from? Uh, it can be per both
5: books can be purchased um, online, Barnes and Noble or the Austin Macaulay website. That is the publisher. Or Amazon, and the only bookstore currently right now selling it, which you must be familiar if you're from the neighborhood, is the Bookmark Shop. We love it. Right, on, right up the block. On 3rd Avenue.
1: Right up the block. Gary M. Williams, a man who has been endorsed by Dominic M. Reckier Jr. as an outstanding educator, and that means the world to me. Thank you so much for finding the time. Thanks for coming in, and boy, you are a handsome man.
5: Oh, Thank you very much, Arthur. I appreciate that. All
1: right, folks, we're okay. going to come back, and we're going to go from talking about history to automobiles. Don't go away. We'll be right back.
4: Hey, Kevin McCullough, it's a pretty good day in the markets. Will that reflect after close? Join uh, Hillary Kramer and myself tonight for Money Monday's version of Radio Night Live. That's tonight at 7 on AM 970, The Answer. Ready to start a business in New Jersey? The state's New Jersey Business Action Center
0: is here to guide you through the process. Call us at 1-800-JERSEY-7. That's 1-800-JERSEY-7. This message sponsored by the New Jersey Business Action Center, the New Jersey Broadcasters Association, and this station.
2: As the stock market slumps and instability this year got you concerned, would you like a way that could protect your retirement when the markets are down? Gold Alliance would like to give you two free reports, the Inflation Survival Plan and the Stock Market Correction Plan. Both give actionable insights you can use now that could protect your savings in uncertain times. Absolutely free. Don't wait. Call 800-200-2079. 800-200-2079. 800-200-2079. All investments involve risk, including losses. Past performance does not guarantee future results
1: so let us talk about our friends at plaza college here's the deal Uh, a lot of people enjoy watching tv shows about the law like boston legal watching money watching movies about not money movies about the law like let's say a few good men and other great great movies like my cousin Vinny. But, you know, going to law school, it's, uh, it, it's time-consuming, it's expensive, it's exhausting. It took my head a hair away, that's for sure. Look at a picture of me entering law school and look at a picture of me exiting law school. It looks like when you look at the presidents of the United States, when they begin their term and when they end their term. Because for me, going to law school and getting through it is probably as hard as uh, the presidents are to run the whole world. But if you would like a career in the legal field, making great money without having to go to law school, you know who's going to help you with that? The folks at Plaza College. Court reporters and captioners are in higher demand than ever before. Court systems, schools, and television stations are all looking for these professionals to record and caption everything from depositions to court cases to live events. The NCRA, when we now know what that stands for, the National Court Reporting what do you think it is, San Belino? Agency?
2: Association.
1: Association. Thank you. The National Court Reporting Association has partnered up with Plaza College to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives you a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A2Z and is being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. Sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. That's Info at plaza, P-L-A-Z-A, college dot E-D-U. That's info at plaza college.edu.
0: Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune
6: in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. My name is Imran Ansari, and I lead the civil litigation division of Idala Bertuna, and Kamins, the preeminent New York litigation law firm. Have you been injured in a construction site accident? Have you fallen from a scaffold, ladder, or height while on the work site? If the answer is yes, then you may be entitled to significant monetary compensation for your injuries. In most cases, the law in New York favors you as the plaintiff if injured in a fall while working on someone else's property. It is important you speak to an attorney right away to make sure your rights are protected. Myself and our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you deserve. We're always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. If you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call Idala Bertuna and Cammons at 212-486-0011, 212-486-0011, or visit us at IdallaLaw.com idala bertuna and cammons fighting for justice fighting for you
0: we return now with lifetime new yorker and legal analyst attorney arthur idala and the arthur idala power hour
1: oh yeah baby i love it not fade away Johnny Beach just walked into the room for all the uh, ladies out there. He's an eligible bachelor, very handsome, 62 years old, loaded. Guy swims in Benjamin Franklin, swims. Johnny Beach. John Esposito, one of my closest, dearest friends, a brilliant lawyer, and I love breaking his shoes whenever I can, especially to the millions of listeners to the Idola Power Hour. And I am so happy Lauren Fix is on right now because... It's no secret that anyone who listens to this show knows that, and, and, and she doesn't have to answer this, but Lauren Fix does not seem to be a huge fan of the electric car. Period. Amen. And I'm in, I'm in the same boat with her. And yet I found, on, of all the Super Bowl commercials, the one that had me doubled over laughing, like smacking my knee laughing, was, Lauren, did you see the one about the electric vehicles and comparing it to erectile dysfunction? Yes, I did. Actually, I posted all of the car
7: commercials that were in the Super Bowl on my YouTube channel. So if you miss the, the Super Bowl, you're busy, whatever, or you miss the commercials, a lot of people do. I took all the car commercials and put them all together. It's about six minutes of content on my YouTube channel. It's on fire right now. And the first one is my favorite one, the, the uh, what do they call it, ele- electile dysfunction.
1: Yeah, it was, it was absolutely brilliant. Like, Whoever thought of that, like, was really, okay, that's a cool thing to think of. And basically, folks who didn't see it, go to Lauren's channel and look at it. But they're, they're basically comparing how, like, you can't go very far with, a, with an electric vehicle. And you have to stop and start. And the wife is lamenting that he doesn't have enough stamina <laughs> to go all the way. There were all these double entendres. It was, it was so, fabulous. so, so thoughtful. So... Lauren, I know you're not really a media critic uh, uh, in your full-time job, but tell us about the Super Bowl commercials, and in particular the car commercials, because they're always the biggies.
7: Right. The Ram EV was the best, by far my favorite one. Uh, As far as other ones, somebody posted, and I don't know who funded this, because remember, to buy a 30-second commercial, it's like, what, $7 million? And they're all sold out. So somebody bought an ad, uh, an anti-Tesla ad, about his autopilot and i has turned the internet by storm of course elon musk posted on twitter just a laughing face but this guy is totally after elon musk so, so that's a lot of money to go after someone even as a joke or, or even being pretty serious seven million dollars somebody's funding that but uh it, it, it that was kind of interesting it was just showing how the autopilot didn't work the jeep commercial was cute electric avenue great yes. youth. Yeah. Oh, that was, nor- I was with the Rand. animals,
1: right? Those were all the animals yeah. dancing? Yeah, well done. Cute.
7: They did a good job. And the binky with the Kia was okay. It was a little bit too far. Uh, Kevin Bacon did a really good job with the Ionic sex. I didn't even recognize, nor did I know his daughter was a an actress, so that was kind of interesting. Uh, there was a lot of ones that were, like there was a Porsche one that I, I didn't even put in because it really wasn't a car commercial. It was a teaser for the transformer movies but it was a classic porsche right 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 so right, that right. was I pretty cool I,
1: I saw that yeah was there but it a... really
7: wasn't a lot of car stuff there really wasn't a ton of car commercials the chevy one i don't know with will ferrell it didn't really do it for me it was too goofy too far if you're trying to sell me on an ev sell me on the positives of an ev not being goofy you know
1: what i mean yeah the other one you that know, was having nothing to do with cars but there was this Coors Light Miller Lite commercial, and it ended with mm-hmm. like uh, blue lagoon. Blue, I moon. The name. blue moon, blue right. moon, right? I was like, okay, I don't know. You gave you, you just gave Coors Light and Miller Lite a lot of airtime for Blue Lagoon, and a blue was, moon. Yeah, blue I, moon, I I'm sorry. For that. Yeah, was there a was there a big Budweiser commercial like there usually is? No, but
7: you know what I did? I was shocked, and the first thing I said is, "How much did they pay for this?" They had John Travolta. And oh a yeah, that was funny. So I that was good. Him singing that, and I'm going, wow. That what was do you good. Hey, a big player like that. I mean, that's that's no. Oh, John Travolta's in our commercial. That's not a five thousand dollar deal. That's like no, no, millions no. of dollars. That, listen, to get that him to was, sing. Green. Holy and then he
1: kind of danced a little bit. No, no, that was good, though. No, that caught my attention. That was really, really, really good, actually. Uh, but yeah. you know, I, I think about it. The Budweiser used to have the frogs. Budweiser. I mean, they had. Go oh, yeah. so- here. So many different, um, big, I guess, you know, hey, listen, it's the changing of the guard. Um, I want to talk about what you're doing tonight at 10 p.m., Lauren Fix. I mean, you were already a superstar when you came on the Idola Power Hour over a year ago. But now you're really, really a superstar because you're joining uh, the the football player that Mike Francesa, the Pope of sports here in New York, says is the greatest regular season quarterback of all time, Peyton Manning. Tell the folks what you're doing with Peyton Manning. Tonight on the History Channel at 10 o'clock, Peyton Manning has a show called Greatest of All
7: Time. And I wasn't allowed to say anything until tonight uh, because I have us all these restrictions. And I'm one of the automotive experts they're going to talk about. They did Greatest of All Times, They did stadiums last week. This week is cars. And they'll do other things like food and so forth. But for cars, I'm on with Adam Carolla and a bunch of other people. So I'm pretty excited. So uh, I get to put my opinion. And there was a little teaser out about saying, Porsche rather than Porsche, because it is someone's last name. So you can watch the History Channel tonight at 10 o'clock. It'll air on the Peacock Network afterwards as well as online. It's called Greatest of All Times with Peyton Manning, and this time it is about cars. And I'm super excited and opportunity that I, I'm, I'm super. Really I'm
1: super excited for you, Lauren. That is unbelievable, spectacular. I mean, that is really, really, really great. I mean, that's a big deal. And all kidding aside, this past week, I think it was, Uh, Francesa, when Brady announced he was retiring, he said, no, I don't consider him the greatest of all time. I consider the greatest regular season quarterback to be Peyton Manning and the greatest, uh, the greatest, um, playoff quarterback to be Joe Montana. And then Lawrence Taylor backed him up and said, listen, Brady played in an era where you aren't allowed to hit the quarterback anymore. Whereas you know Montana, great. he goes. We we were driving him into the ground. But, um, great, great for you, great for your family, great for Shelby. I'm so 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 happy, and I will yeah, definitely she's be. She's due. She's due with her first baby in, the, in like uh... two weeks. So, well, so I may I, not listen, be able to grab a phone call with you if I'm helping with the delivery. Listen, I I know you're a big superstar now, but I would you know I would like the announcement here on the Idola Power Hour of the birth. I mean, God knows what this child is going to be called. I, I mean, I can I mean, <laughs> think know, about it, but yeah. we got it. We got <laughs> to follow car-related. the. Uh, I hope it's not going to be 308 or something like that. I mean, I know you guys stick no, to the uh, Ford Monica, not Cobra. No, you're not going to name her she's Cobra. Married
7: right? to a guy who's got tons of Porsches. So I don't think it's going to be Porsche. I was always suggested that it's not going to be Mercedes or Lexus. It will be something correlated. That's all I know. And she will not tell me, even though I've tried tricking her
1: quite a few times. So everyone tonight, 10 o'clock, tune into the History Channel and watch our very own Lauren Fix. Lauren, good luck tonight. I'll be watching, and we'll talk to you real Thank soon. You. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Okay, we will be back with Joan Pelzer giving us all the updates on the news. Alex Garrett kicked a field goal last night, and Sam Bellino will tell you what it's like to be Sam Bellino.
2: This is Dennis Prager inviting you to join me for an extraordinary travel opportunity that will be the highlight of your year, maybe a highlight of your life. Mike Gallagher and I are headed back to Israel this October for the Stand with Israel tour. Join us along with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours, as we uncover important geopolitical sites and show you Israel's significance on the world stage. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com to register or call 855-565-5519.
8: Invite Health is here to make this Valentine's Day special. Give the gift of health to a loved one or treat yourself. Fall in love with the Invite Health Valentine's Day Buy One Get One Free Sale. The sale is on now. Buy any Invite Health product at suggested retail and get the second bottle free. This is the perfect time to wow your special someone with one of our wellness antioxidant formulas like Cocoa HX and Reds HX. Give us a call to order by phone. 800-673-2345. That's 800-673-2345. Listen to past shows and informative podcasts all at InviteHealth.com. Visit invitehealth.com for our retail locations and to set up a free nutritional consultation in person, by phone, or by video. Make your Valentine's Day even better with Invite's limited-time buy-one-get-one free sale. Contact Invite at 800-673-2345. That number again, 800-673-2345. Or go to invitehealth.com.
1: So, I was telling you the story about Piscopo earlier today being, uh, helping me out with, with Frank Murano and Bill Shatner. Um, he's just such a great guy. I mean, he really is. And when you listen to his morning show, um, you know, he's being a little bit of an entertainer. When he's off the air, he's even sweeter and kinder and, and really, and he takes such good care of Luca and, and he's just a great, great dude. And if you're still allowed to say dude, um, you can actually go on vacation with him. And he's a, he's a great guy to go on vacation with. I've done it. I've done it. And think about it. You want to go on vacation with a guy like Joe Piscopo? Is there a better name to go to Italy with to run the trip than Perillo? Steve Perillo, his dad, they, they've, they've been doing this for, I don't know, as long as Joan is, like 78 years or something, right? As long as right. So they have put together this special trip to Rome and Sicily for the AM970 family. And I say family because we are family. You can go. It's just so simple. It's not until October, so you have time to plan your schedule around it. Call 800-431-1515. 800-431-1515. When you call them say, "Hi, it's me. Um, I want to go on vacation with Joe Piscopo and I want to go to Apollonia's hometown with Joe. Please make it happen. Rome for 3 nights. Including one of the nights, and I was there for this, where they rent out this big restaurant. You have an unbelievable Roman meal, not a New York Italian meal, a Roman meal. And then Piscopo comes up and just starts singing and walking around and dancing with you. It's fantastic. Then you fly directly to Sicily. You go to Catania, Taromina, Palermo. It's you go to all, you're gonna go to all these little towns where The Godfather was actually shot. But Sicily is just so amazing, amazing. You're going to go to Mount Etna. That's where my family is from, right at the foot of Mount Etna, a town called Bronte. There's going to be a wine tasting there. Then you're going to ship over to Palermo, where my mother's family is from. Three more nights in Palermo, and that whole area, you're right on the coast. You're right on the beautiful waters of of Palermo and Sicily. And on October 18th to 28th, it's still gorgeous there. Be a part of this special event. Call Perillo Tours, 1-800-431-1515, 1-800-431-1515, or visit perillotours.com.
0: Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970. The answer. All
1: right. So when I ask people about the uh, their Mount Rushmore music, so I go Sinatra, Mick, and Bruce, right? And then there's that fourth head. And over the course of my life, people have bounced in and out. Lately, I'd have to say it's Bono from YouTube. But there's been a big hunk of my life where it was the man who's singing right now named Mark Knopfler. Because he's the only guy I know who plays the guitar like it's a saxophone. Imran Ansari's saxophone. That is the Imran Ansari from that great red rapid pulse. So in 1978, this band, Dire Straits, began recording their first album named Dire Straits. Dire Straits, Dire Straits. The whole project cost... $21,250. Twenty-one thousand two hundred fifty bucks, and this was the main song called "Sultans of called Sultans of Swing." The album went on for a hundred and thirty-two week run on the UK charts. What is that? One, two. played like two year, two, two and a half years. The inspiration for this song, "Sultans of Swing," came when Knopfler witnessed a mediocre jazz band playing in the corner of a practically deserted pub. At the end of their performance, the lead singer came up to the microphone and announced that they were the Sultans of Swing. And he wrote this song about that band. And I believe they took this song, put it on a tape, and I don't know if it was Scott Muni, uh, the legendary DJ here, or DJ in, uh, in UK. But they heard the song, and that was their big break. And this song, live, on the album Alchemy, is my unbelievable favorite go-to song of all time. I think it's 18 minutes or something like that, but his live version of it. I went to go see them with uh, Chris Glenn, his father, Tag, Thomas Anthony Glenn and Peter Thomas. Uh, And I believe it was Jones beach. And when they played this for 20 minutes, I shed a tear. The only rock performance that brought me to tears. And Bruce has come close (laughs) <laughs> um the stones get me too excited to be happy with, with them. I'm always jumping up and down with them. But when they play this tune live, when it was the full Dire Straits band, is nothing like it, man. They are he is so unbelievable on the guitar. So Sam Bellino, thank you for that little piece of trivia. You got it. Uh okay, Joni's chiming in. Hold on. Not the tidbit
3: of the who the DJ was? Yes. Charlie Gillette.
1: Charlie Gillette was the one who yep. they left the tape for and he's the Trunky one who...
3: Tonk on BBC Radio London. There you go. Hey, Frank Morano, I got some quick fingers on Google. Oh,
1: there you go. Jody. Oh. Jody stepping Buzzy's up. Buzzie's up here. Ruth, Ruth, Ruth Buzzy in the house. <laughs> um, so in the middle of the Super Bowl, uh, uh, speaking about our family, wait, before we go about our family, real quick, Joe, tell us what happened in Bay Ridge today. Cause my phone was blowing it's, up. Uh, really Talk into the horrendous. microphone, Joe, yeah, the microphone. It's Thank
3: really you. horrendous what happened. So, uh, apparently this man is, is off his rocker to begin with. And they consider him a maniac. It started on Fifth Avenue and Bay Ridge Parkway around 11 a.m. He was speeding in a rented U-Haul. He's also accused of having stabbed his brother in Vegas in 2015. And the family says... There's something wrong with him. He went on a 30-minute rampage. Eight people are hospitalized, half of them in critical condition. It took police stopping him at the tunnel in order to get him to stop. So just so you he know. Want, it was a suicide mission, Just so, so you know
1: where that is, Joan. So Sal Albanese, who's been on the show, the councilman, his mm-hmm. c- c- uh, office that I worked in in the summers of 83, 84, 85, 86. Is right around the corner on 76th Street and Fifth Avenue. Marty Golden, the state senator who's been on our show, mm-hmm. he owns his family owns the Bayridge Manor, which is right around the corner. There's a uh, very very famous bakery there on the corner, and Gino's Pizzeria and Restaurant is between on Fifth between 75th and 74th, oh. where we go to and Marianne orders from all the time. I mean, there's banks on the corner. It is a he very was on very the
3: sidewalk. He came he, up onto the sidewalk to run people over. And then kept going.
1: Yeah, it's know, uh, yeah. Thank God no one's dead. I hope everyone recovers. But I walk there all the time. Saturday mornings with Ariana in the carriage. Sunday morning I, I nervous nervous I know, morning, I know, I know, I know. Well, what
3: the heck?
1: Let's hear for the NYPD for grabbing him One and for the EMS and the first responders. Was, is
3: also injured. One of the the people is a police. He said,
1: well, "I'm not stopping. Shoot me." That is that is horrible and. I don't know what to say. Let I, I just want to end on a strong note, a powerful note. So, anyone who doesn't know, uh, Sam Bellino, could you give a physical description of our friend Alex Garrett?
2: So he is a, a strapping young man uh, who is uh, he's a uh, quite dapper, and he rolls around on a rollerblade and crutches because he has one leg.
1: Okay, extremely so
3: extremely charismatic and an adorable guy. One of the and happiest
2: he, people, seriously. And
1: he's a, and he's a ladies' man. He's always he got a beautiful wow. woman on his arm. So in the middle of the Super Bowl, I get this text of a of a photo of a video of Alex on a football field. Now it's an empty stadium, and I see him kick a field goal with, with his one leg. Using brutches. And, and then he like, like yeah. celebrates like I, so I'm like, is this happening? Like, what is going on? Yeah, so like without further ado. Welcome to the of Power Hour. Hopefully, his headphones are working. The they, Alex are, they are.
7: They are. Alex, tell us.
1: Tell us what happened. So, uh, one of our big partners with AM97 the Answer, LEAD,
7: L-E-A-D, Law Enforcement, Drugs, and Violence. We, we covered an event last night at MetLife Stadium, their big fundraiser, Nick DiMoro Sr., and I got to do running, passing, and rushing drills and kicking drills uh, on the field of MetLife Stadium, which was just a thrill, and then... After trying from the 5 and the 10, I didn't make it from there. But from the two-yard hash mark, I kicked a field goal through the uprights at MetLife Stadium. And I'll tell you, that
1: was one of the most thrilling moments in my life. And it, it was great. I just wish you did it when there was a crowd there because I would love to have screamed and yelled. I mean, honestly, Alex, if if you did that when the stadium was full, uh, you know, considering you're doing this with crutches, I mean, the p- people would have gone absolutely yeah. ballistic. Well and maybe it's a halftime co- goal I think then. Cody is
3: the one who checked the video, right? Cody. Yes,
7: Cody Milar no. is uh, our engineer. He was with me yesterday. By the way, maybe that's a halftime
1: event, huh? The kick in the field goal during a game, that'd be great. So, yeah. Uh, so. uh, should bring you in. Why Alex, not? you should be everywhere, Alex. That's what I, you first should throw out the first of pitch of amazing, the Yankees the Mets. And amazing. how about how about San Mets? You guys got a, a <laughs> Was that a oh. national commercial?
2: Yes, it was. It was a national commercial to promote their, uh, their ticket sales. I thought it was well,
1: really well done, too. Uh, me, too. But I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm like, this has to just be for, like, cable boxes in, like, the tri-state area. They, why would they be showing a, a Mets commercial in Wyoming and Utah and Texas? But I, I heard it was a national commercial. National. Well, when your team is owned by a billionaire, why not? It's still a lot of money, man. I mean, you know, you're, you're dropping a lot of coin there. Um, well, I, I did enjoy the game. I do. I will tell you this. Uh, I was rooting hard for the Chiefs because, you know, I, I'm a giant fan and I can't have the Eagles win. Um, but it would have they been got, bad for, that, the,
3: for the Empire State. Exactly. Yeah, yep. that,
1: that holding call was BS. That was absolutely BS. The guy, you, you, you don't throw the Super Bowl. That was a barely a hold. He put his hand on his hip. Uh he wasn't going to be able to catch the ball anyway it's i didn't like that i know i like people i like teams to win uh, or lose you know fair and square uh i guess it was saturday night the nets were playing the 76ers and now the nets are like this depleted underdog team and i love that because i'm always rooting for underdogs and at the buzzer uh dim woody who just came over for kd he hits a three-pointer to tie it up Art, little Arthur and I are watching. We go crazy, and then do a replay, and, and he didn't get it off in time, and they wound up losing. But um, it was fun. It was a fun weekend. Sam you know I played two-hand touch yesterday with two guys who were 40, uh, a 16-year-old, and I think two 13-year-olds. And how'd you do? Um, I did all right. I threw some touchdowns, got an interception. Uh, my – calves are killing me. My tries are killing me. My, <laughs> but I'm I'm feeling. I did actually snooze off a little bit in the first quarter. But I was also drinking a beautiful glass of Brunello de Montalcino. You
3: weren't making Padre Lucio uh, cocktail.
1: I didn't make Padre. No, I had to drive, you so I just you I just thought uh, yeah I just had a little bit uh, to drink. And I'm very proud of myself because we have a little outdoor lighting in Brooklyn and the transformer blue. And on my own, I got a new transformer, crawled underneath the patio, unplugged the old one, put in the new one. It worked. I added some more lights. The house looks beautiful. It's all red and white for Valentine's Day. So my little, little angel Ariana and my beautiful wife uh, Mariana will uh, be celebrating uh, tomorrow, the Valentine's Day. We have a short show tomorrow. All we're going to do is talk about love, love, love on the show tomorrow. Speaking of love, thank you, Joan, for all of your hard work today.
5: Absolutely.
1: All right, San we'll see you tomorrow. See ya.
5: Much more than this, I did it.
7: The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala, Bertuna, and Cammons PC